Section 1 of Ancient Ballads and Legends of Hindustan by Toru Dutt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Zishan Reshamwala. Ancient Ballads and Legends of Hindustan by Toru Dutt. Savitri, Part 1 savitri was the only child of madras wise and mighty king stern warriors when they saw her smiled as mountains smile to see the spring fair as a lotus when the moon kisses its opening petals red after sweet showers in sultry june with happier heart and lighter tread chance strangers having met her past and often would they turn the head a lingering second look to cast and bless the vision ere it fled what was her own peculiar charm the soft black eyes the raven hair the curving neck the rounded arm all these are common everywhere her charm was this upon her face childlike and innocent and fair no man with thought impure or base could ever look the glory there the sweet simplicity and grace abashed the boldest but the good god's purity there loved to trace mirrored in dawning womanhood in those far-off primeval days fair india's daughters were not bent in closed zananas on her ways savitri at her pleasure went whither she chose and hour by hour with young companions of her age she roamed the woods for fruit or flower or loitered in some hermitage for to the munis grey and old her presence was as sunshine glad they taught her wonders manifold and gave her of the best they had her father let her have her way in all things whether high or low he feared no harm he knew no ill could touch a nature pure as snow long childless as a priceless boon he had obtained this child at last by prayers made morning night and noon with many a vigil many a fast would shiva his own gift recall or mar its perfect beauty ever no he had faith he gave her all she wished and feared and doubted never and so she wandered where she pleased in boyish freedom happy time no small vexations ever teased nor crushing sorrows dimmed her prime one care alone her father felt where should he find a fitting mate for one so pure his thoughts long dwelt on this as with his queen he sate ah whom dear wife should we select leave it to god she answering cried savitri may herself elect some day her future lord and guide months passed 
and lo one summer morn as to the hermitage she went through smiling fields of waving corn she saw some youths on sport intent sons of the hermits and their peers and one among them tall and lithe royal in port on whom the years consenting shed a grace so blithe so frank and noble that the eye was loath to quit that sun-brown face she looked and looked then gave a sigh and slackened suddenly her pace what was the meaning was it love love at first sight as poets sing is then no fiction heaven above is witness that the heart its king finds often like a lightning flash we play we jest we have no care when hark a step there comes no crash but life or silent slow despair their eyes just met savitri passed into the friendly muni's hut her heart rose opened had at last opened no flower can ever shut in converse with the grey-haired sage she learnt the story of the youth his name and place and parentage of royal race he was in truth satyavan was he hight his sire dumat sen had been salva's king but old and blind opponents dire had gathered round him in a ring and snatched the sceptre from his hand now with his queen and only son he lived a hermit in the land and gentler hermit was there none with many tears was said and heard the story and with praise sincere of prince satyavan every word sent up a flush on cheek and ear unnoticed hark the bells remind tis time to go she went away leaving her virgin heart behind and richer for the loss array shot down from heaven appeared to tinge all objects with supernal light the thatches had a rainbow fringe the cornfields looked more green and bright savitri's first care was to tell her mother all her feelings knew the queen her own fears to dispel to the king's private chamber flew now what is it my gentle queen that makes thee hurry in this wise she told him smiles and tears between all she had heard the king with sighs sadly replied i fear me much whence is his race and what his creed not knowing aught can we in such a delicate matter proceed as if the king's doubts to allay came narad muni to the place a few days after old and grey all loved to see the gossip's face great brahma's son adored of men long absent doubly welcome he unto the monarch hoping then by his assistance clear to see no god in heaven nor king on earth but narad knew his history the suns the moons the planets birth was not to him a mystery now welcome welcome dear old friend all hail and welcome once again the greeting had not reached its end when glided like a music strain savitri's presence through the room 
and who is this bright creature say whose radiance lights the chamber's gloom is she an apsara or fay no son thy servant hath alas this is my one my only child and married no the seasons pass make haste o king he said and smiled that is the very theme o sage in which thy wisdom ripe i need seen hath she at the hermitage a youth to whom in very deed her heart inclines and who is he my daughter tell his name and race speak as to men who best love thee she turned to them her modest face and answered quietly and clear ah no ah no it cannot be choose out another husband dear the money cried oh woe is me and why should i when i have given my heart away though but in thought can i take it back forbid it heaven it were a deadly sin i wot and why should i i know no crime in him or his believe me child my reasons shall be clear in time i speak not like a madman wild trust me in this i cannot break a plighted faith i cannot bear a wounded conscience oh forsake this fancy hence may spring despair it may not be the father heard by turns the speakers and in doubt thus interposed a gentle word friend should to friend his mind speak out is he not worthy tell us nay all worthiness is in satyavan and no one can my praise gainsay of solar race more god than man great surasen his ancestor and diomatsen his father blind are known to fame i can aver no kings have been so good and kind then where o muni is the bar if wealth be gone and kingdom lost his merit still remains a star nor melts his lineage like the frost for riches worldly power or rank i care not i would have my son pure wise and brave the fates i thank i see no hindrance no not one since thou insistest king to hear the fatal truth i tell you i upon this day as rounds the year the young prince satyavan shall die this was enough the monarch knew the future was no sealed book to brahma's son a clammy dew spread on his brow he gently took savitri's palm in his and said no child can give away her hand a pledge is not unsanctioned and here if right i understand there was no pledge at all a thought a shadow barely crossed the mind unblamed it may be clean forgot before the gods it cannot bind and think upon the dreadful curse of widowhood the vigils fasts and penances no life is worse than hopeless life the while it lasts 
Day follows day in one long round, monotonous and blank and drear. Less painful were it to be bound on some bleak rock for I to hear, without one chance of getting free, the ocean's melancholy voice mine be the sin if sin there be but thou must make a different choice in the meek grace of virginhood unblanched her cheek undimmed her eye savitri like a statue stood somewhat austere was her reply once and once only all submit to destiny tis god's command once and once only so tis writ shall woman pledge her faith and hand once and once only can a sire unto his well-loved daughter say in the presence of the witness fire i give thee to this man away once and once only have i given my heart and faith tis past recall with conscience none have ever striven and none may strive without a fall not the less solemn was my vow because unheard and oh the sin will not be less if i should now deny the feeling felt within unwedded to my dying day i must my father dear remain tis well if so thou wilt but say can man balk fate or break its chain if fate so rules that i should feel the miseries of a widow's life can man's device the doom repeal unequal seems to be a strife between humanity and fate none have on earth what they desire death comes to all or soon or late and peace is but a wandering fire expediency leads wild astray the right must be our guiding star duty our watchword come what may judge for me friends as wiser far she said and meekly looked to both the father though he patient heard to give the sanction still seemed loath but narad muni took the word bless thee my child tis not for us to question the almighty will though cloud on cloud loom ominous in gentle rain they may distil at this the monarch be it so i sanction what my friend approves all praise to him whom praise we owe my child shall wed the youth she loves End of section 1 Recording by Zishan Reshamwala